praise the Lord praise the Lord let us pray and so eternal rock of ages we thank you for everything that you have done in our lives today we thank you for your word that has come forth in various ways today. We thank you that you love us so much that you have gathered us together to bless us today. Mighty God, in the next few minutes as we look at your word, we pray, Lord, that you will speak to our heart. Holy Spirit of God, the revealer of all truth. We invite you once again to our mix and we pray, Lord, that your word will find a place in our hearts, that the word that we will hear today will draw us closer to you. Father, that we will be hearers of the word and doers of the word and your word will shape in our lives. Mighty God, I commit myself into your hands. I do not want to be seen, but let you alone be seen. Let all the glory be returned unto you. Through your word, Lord, you will empower us. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name that we pray. Praise the Lord. Sunday school student, praise the Lord. Amen. We want to, on behalf of the Sunday school teachers and the students, we want to appreciate our daddy uh, for giving us the opportunity to, uh, to minister today, to be in the front. We really appreciate you, sir. And uh, we are quite uh, privy to a lot of information. That a lot of things that happen in other places we know is not uh, something that easily comes by. So we really appreciate you, sir. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. In the next 30 minutes, we will be looking at... Uh, I just have something I wrote down here. I said, every day is always an opportunity, or every day is an opportunity to make a happy end, or a happy ending. Everybody strives to do something. So we will be looking at a topic we call opportunities. Amen. Opportunities. If we look at... Psalm 68, verse 19. Psalm 68, verse 19. It said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. I'll look at that part A of it. It said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. I know there are a lot of things that we can count along that line. But today we want to look at one of them. One of such benefits is the opportunity that the Lord brings to our ways. The opportunity that the Lord brings to our way. My prayer is, by the reason of today's service, the Lord Almighty will empower us that every opportunity that comes to our ways, we will not miss them in Jesus' name. What is 
opportunity. How do we define opportunity? We have a lot of definitions in the world. At times we said, is that lucky break? That lucky time? That lucky circumstances? So today we will be defining in as that time or that out of circumstances or that set of circumstances that made it possible for one to do a thing. That made it possible for us to do something. God is not a God of luck because with him there is no luck or coincidence. But the Bible said from the beginning, the Lord predestined the end. He knows everything. Everything that we are going through, everything that you are going through, God is aware. One thing God does every day is that God brings a lot of opportunity into our ways. Loads of them. And at times, he prompts us, he speaks to us through his word to take that action, to do that particular thing. And in the midst of all that, there are other distractions. That's why we're talking about empowerment today. Because for us to recognize these opportunities and make use of them, we need to be empowered. And empowerment will only come when we have that personal relationship with God. We talk of the genuine relationship, not the relationship that is in the lips. The relationship that I am saying, Stanley, you are a child of God, everything in me is bearing witness to that. Opportunities. I wrote down here, I said, to be successful, one may need to count on those opportunities of life. So the list of opportunities that face us every single day, they are truly inexhaustible. I know there are a lot of us here that are sitting down here. We can count on a lot of them that by the grace of God, we heed to the word of God and today every other thing is testimony. There is a saying that the major difference between the poor and the rich or the poor and the wealthy man is that the foreman saw an opportunity, failed to recognize it, and failed to use it. Why the later did just the opposite? Almost all success story, in quote, can be predicated on the opportunities that were made use of. Every day the Lord is saying, he said, he daily loads us with benefits. Everything the Lord has done from the beginning. So I don't know where you are. You are saying, Lord, I need the breakthrough in this area. Maybe the Lord is just saying, look around you. Look around you. Look at this situation. Like we saw in the life of Tony. When, he, when she was done, she decided to seek the face of God. And the testimony that follows, he, she was empowered. And that led her to be witnessing to people. Praise the Lord. God is placing so much before us on a daily basis. But the unfortunate news is that we're making little use of them. 
The Lord speaks to us daily through his word, either from his pulpit, from the personal study, from the adults on the school class. The Lord is speaking to us. At home, on the street, in our offices, the Lord is speaking to us. The Lord is saying, my son, my daughter, this is an opportunity. Make use of it. Opportunity to reach out to somebody. Opportunity to make a difference. A difference. Opportunity to be a blessing to another person. Opportunity to stand at the gap. Opportunity to indeed be that light in your family. I had a bitter experience recently that I, today I'm still asking myself, could I have done differently? You know, I think about three or four weeks ago, when we, one of the Wednesdays, we were looking at the light of the world. And I still remember that picture uh, that we had on the screen that showed you being the light, you being able to transfer that light or influence your family with that light, and in that order, from your family to the church, to the community, and to the larger world. Something happened recently because, to the glory of God, I thought, because I know him, that should be able to influence everybody around me. And uh, perhaps I should have done more. I should have said something. I should have talked. I should have witnessed openly. But a lot of things happened that I said, God, have mercy on me. I probably assumed that they should understand, they should see me as a Christian. Whether the Lord is prompting me every day, it's not just enough for you to be. Let every other person around you tell them, praise the Lord. We are the light. We should let the light shine. Today, you might be sitting down here and you don't know Christ. And when I say you don't know Christ, it's not that you don't come to church. And it's not that you've not been going to church in the last 10 years. But the truth is that down within yourself, you know, if the Lord should come now, you might not go to his side. This is another opportunity. Don't let it pass you by today. It is an opportunity to say, tell yourself the truth. Do I really know God? Or do I just join every other person? Opportunity to be saved. There are a lot of opportunities we will consider today. We'll look at the scriptures. We'll look at three opportunities that were mixed. We'll also look at three or four that were fully utilized. Opportunity at times comes for us to be the recipient. Opportunity comes at times for us to be a blessing to other people. Opportunity to bring glory to God. Opportunity to see our God be lifted. Opportunity to see our God be praised. The first one I have here, Miss Opportunity. Opportunity to fellowship with God. Opportunity of fellowshipping. 
And then that comes, we can find that in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. The Bible told us that God so much loved Adam and Eve that in the cool of the evening, he would come down to walk with them. So let's picture that literally. It means God walking side by side with Adam and Eve in a perfect harmony. But Adam and Eve missed that opportunity. They missed that opportunity as we can see. And remember in chapter 2, God explicitly explained to Adam and Eve the reason why he kept them in the garden. He said, it's to tend and to keep. And he gave them the do's and the don'ts. I don't know if you sit down here today. That relationship with God. You know, one of the questions we had in the Sunday school today, we said, what does it take to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? What does it take to fellowship with the Holy Spirit? So the question I need to ask myself this afternoon is that am I fellowshipping with him? Do I really have that intimate relationship with him? And you will also ask yourself that question. Do you really have that relationship with him? Adam and Eve, they missed it. They missed the opportunity. We're made to understand they got driven out of the garden. Great opportunity. Another one we can find in the scriptures is in chapter 4 of that same Genesis. Chapter 4 of that same Genesis. The opportunity to overcome the work of devil, to be saved, to be delivered. Genesis chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. Genesis chapter 4, verse 6 to 7. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. What a great opportunity. What a great opportunity. Say, sin lies at your door, and its desire is to have you, but you should rule over it. How many times do we hear that that still voice of God telling us, my son, my daughter, don't go this way. Don't go that way. Don't go this way. Don't go that way. Opportunity to be saved. Opportunity to be delivered from the first suicide on earth. Opportunity. At this point, let's get this right. Everything that seems that in the world can be classified as opportunity that will not bring glory to God at the end is not an opportunity. 
Every opportunity that God will bring to our way, the aim is to bring glory to him. The aim is to draw us closer to him. The aim is to see others saved. The aim is to benefit the kingdom of God. So the late more test there is, this opportunity will it bring glory to God. This that seems to be an opportunity, will it bring glory to God? The non-material opportunity that was mixed is the opportunity to be the greatest prophet. The opportunity to be the greatest prophet. We're made to understand in 2 Kings chapter 5, Gehazi, which is, who is the prophet Elisha, Elisha's servant, had the opportunity to receive four times the portion that Elijah had. He had the opportunity. But because of greed, because of greed he lied to his master. He lied to his master. And that robbed him of that opportunity. Because if you look at it in that order, Elijah was great. Elisha, greater, so Gehazi should have been the greatest among the three of them. But he mixed it. He mixed it. You know, someone told me recently, he used to fellowship in Fountain of Love here. He was here for a number of years, but he left. He said one of the things that he mixed is that he should have walked closer or do more in the house of God when he was in Aberdeen. He said one of the regrets is that he wished he has done more, he has served the Lord more. So you are sitting down here today. You still have the opportunity. You still have the opportunity. I don't know what the issues are. Like we are seeing in the three examples. One got deceived. The other one refused to hear the voice of God. And Gehazi got carried away by greed. Maybe yours is the character for us. It's the greed, it's the envy, it's the unforgiveness. Name them. But if we will sincerely return to him today and say, Lord, have mercy on me. If we will make full use of this opportunity today, because it's not by coincidence that you are here today and say, Lord, help me. And I know the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Because of time, we look at some other examples in the scripture that make full use or that utilize the opportunity that the Lord brought to their ways. And the first one we will be looking at is not very far from the second Kings chapter 5 where we read. It's the servant that was taken captive. The little girl that was taken captive when Syria conquered uh, Samaria, the people of God. When they defeated them, they took her captive. But when she got to the house of the master, the first thing that came to her mind was that she saw that the master was facing a challenge. 
Naaman was having leprosy. But she saw it as an opportunity to bring glory to the God of his people. To bring glory to her God. He said, if only my master can see the prophet in Samaria. A housemaid in a strange land. A housemaid who has been taken captive. Who could have said, yes, it is good for them. But she said, this is an opportunity for the God of Israel to be glorified. How often do we look out for this opportunity? Is everything just centered around us? You know, like we always say in the Sunday school class, when we become born again, child of God, everything is not about us again. Everything is not about us. Because we are now a representative of a kingdom. And as a representative of a nation, everybody in that that country that has issued, the first person to contact will be their ambassador. So we are the representative of God Almighty in this world. So we need to be alert. We need to understand that it's not just about us again. It's not what pleases us. It's not what we want to do. Everything should be what brings glory to God. Everything should be what brings glory to God. She saw the opportunity and she made full use of it. And if you look at verse 15 of that, you saw what Nehemiah uh, said. He said, he returned to the man of God, he and all his aides, and came and stood before him. He said, indeed, I, now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. I pray that the Lord will help us. That your action, my action on daily basis will bring glory to God. That people will say, because of what she has done, because of what he has done, I will serve God. He said, for now I know that there is no other God said a God in Israel. We have another one here. Ruth Daniel, read this one, talks about David. David, who was faced with a giant. Every other person saw a challenge, saw an issue, including the equivalent king. They were all frightened. But the Bible said when David came, he saw an opportunity. He saw an opportunity. And remember, before now, David has been anointed to be the king. But there was no coronation plan. There was no program to, of installation or to make him the king. But he saw this opportunity. I said, why others saw a huge problem too big to summon? But David saw a target too big to be missed. David was optimistic. He made opportunity of what supposedly should be his difficulties. There are a lot of lessons we can learn from that, especially when Aberdeen just now. Within the oil and gas industry, we are going through a lot. 
a lot of things is happening because of the price regime. But it might be the Lord is asking us, this big challenge before me, this big challenge before you, what are the opportunities available? These that look like a big giant that nobody seems to know the answer. But thank God we serve a God who has answered to everything. It might just be an opportunity for us to come closer to him and say, Lord, yes, I know this is not where I want to be. But thanks be to you that I'm here now. What do you want me to do? Sincerely from our heart. God, David made use of his opportunity. Or maybe you are sitting down there, you said, I have tried to do this, I have tried to do that. But I was faced with a lot of oppositions. A lot of oppositions. You know, thank God for the month of July, the month of fruitfulness. And our anchor verse, we are looking at Genesis 26, and I think we zero in of verse 22. The last night, Virginia's daddy here was asking, if you were Moses, what will you do? Sorry, if you were Isaac, what will you do? If you were Isaac, I know we give a lot of answers of what we will do. Isaac saw opposition. But within that opposition, he saw the opportunity. Another person we make reference to was Nehemiah, who wanted to build the house of God, who was faced with strong opposition. But he saw the opportunity. Or it might be it's just a family issue. It might just be in the marriage. Let's ask God, what do you want me to do in this situation? The opportunity that Isaac saw motivated him. In verse 18, the Bible said, Isaac dug again. Have you tried? You say, yes, I once thought this is an opportunity. And I tried it. But here I am. If the Lord is leading you, he's telling you, try again. You have followed that route. Somehow you met a very strong opposition. And you probably decide to back up. But the Lord is saying, He is with you. Isaac dug again. And verse 22 said, He had peace. And he said, This is my Rehoboth. This month of fruitfulness is a great opportunity for us to look around us. Because God has done everything. God is not in the process of manufacturing the solution to our challenges. The solutions are there. All we need to do is to have that genuine relationship with him. All we need to do is to ask for understanding. All we need to do is to ask for empowerment. How often do we walk away from God's given opportunity? How often do we walk away from them? How often do we allow our emotion, impatience, anxiety, 
take us, take us away from these opportunities. Just maybe by just waiting for a day, we say, I've had enough. This is not where God wants me to go. You know, there's one typical example we can always relay with. We know that it takes nine months for conception. So if God said, I'm going to, I have blessed you with a child, you look up to one month. But when it comes to a lot of things, because God has said it, or God has revealed it, we just said, it's not happening in the next five seconds. It's not God that is speaking. How often do we walk away from them? Because of little temporary discomfort, pain, desire to be like others, we just can't wait. We just can't wait. Why do we fail to recognize opportunities many a times? Opportunities are not often dis- recognized because they come disguised as work, as problems, as challenges. Opportunity to walk in the house of God. Opportunity to serve in the house of God. So many might just come like work. They just want to get me to do work. They just want me to be involved. They just want me to do something. Opportunity is also difficult to recognize. Because most of the times we usually expect it to, to beckon on us and say, Come, I'm here. I'm the opportunity. I'm the one you are looking for. I'm the answer. We look forward to that. We expect to see them to beckon on us. We beep us or be bored to say, yes, I am the one. But from the scripture and from our walking with the Lord, we know that God is always speaking. The problem is that are we hearing him? I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. I have one quote here for, from uh, Maud Bierbacher. He said, Opportunity do not come with their value stamp on them. Opportunities do not come. Initially, like we saw in the life of Isaac, we saw in the life of David, it didn't come with their value stamp on them. Many a times we miss our sources, our breakthroughs, just because we couldn't recognize them. But my prayer today is, the Lord will empower us. The Lord will give us the understanding that we need. That when this opportunity comes our way, that we will recognize them in the name of Jesus. Lastly, how can we recognize them? I know there are a lot of things, but I just have a few here. I say it takes the grace of God, the revelation of God, the relationship with him, for one's eyes to be open to see these opportunities. For instance, there will always be an opportunity to learn and to acquire knowledge. Opportunity to learn and to acquire knowledge. And that is what we do every Wednesday here. And that is what we do every Sunday morning at 10.20 a.m. Because the word of God is life. The word of God is power. We can only be encouraged through his word. Praise the Lord. I said cultivate the habit of aligning every situation 
to God's word. You know, the challenge at times is that most of the time we, 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 we try to do it on our own. We try to analyze it based on other people experience what they are saying, based on what we have seen around. But if we can align every situation that we have to go through, align it with the word of God, brethren, God will definitely speak to us. It's not going to the Lord with, with a predetermined solution or answer to what you are trying to ask. It's being sincere, openly, say, Father, this is where I am. This is what I'm going through. This is the giant before me. This is the challenges. What do you want me to do? Perhaps that is what Cain would have done when God said, there is sin lying at your door. Sincerely ask God to reveal to you. Ask what is in need for me. Ask God to empower you to recognize them. In closing, a lot of us, we have places where we are working. Yeah, the primary aim there might be to do the work. But as a child of God, remember vividly that we are on a mission. We have assignment. It might be the reason why God chose to bring you to that particular office is to use you to witness in that office. Like Sister Tonia said, she was able to witness to people in her office, in that community. It might be. So, wherever we go, let's sincerely ask the Lord, what do you want me to do for you here? What is in need for me? What I am going through, what do you want me to do? And I know that as we do that, the Lord will empower us. The Lord will strengthen us. The Lord will grant us the understanding that we need. The Lord will open our eyes to see every opportunity that he brings to our ways. The Lord will help us to recover all that we have lost. The Lord will empower us to dwell in his word, to believe in his word, to align every situation with the word of God. And as we do that, I know the Lord will bless us in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We bless your holy name. May we all utilize the godly opportunity that God has scheduled for us. On this side of eternity like David, and become king to bring glory to God. May every of our actions, everything that we do, may they all bring glory to God. Oh, thank you, Father. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. Lord, we thank you because we know your word will draw us closer to you. Your, your word will make us a better Christian. Your word will refine us inside out in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, because you have empowered us today. We are not ordinary. We are not living here the same way we came. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, that we have prayed. Praise the Lord.